welcome or welcome back to And Everything In Between. I'm your host, Mela. I am finally back after about, how long has it been now? A month since I've last recorded, actually a little over a month. So yeah, I'm back. I honestly just needed a break because I felt like just making episodes was getting to be tedious and I never want a hobby that I enjoy doing to feel like a chore. And I think I've mentioned here before that as soon as that happened, I was going to take a break and I didn't owe anything to anyone because it's, you know, my hobby. So yeah, I decided to take a little break and now I'm back and I'm really excited to record again. So that's good. And I also just wanted a break because I had my midterms this past week and they actually went really well, so that's good. But I knew I was going to be studying, have all this stuff for extracurriculars, just a bunch of things piled on top of each other. So I knew that I just needed to step back, take a break from my podcast, and then come back when I wanted to and have more time. So that time is now. And this episode today, I'm really excited to talk about it. The topic is passions and why don't I have, why don't you have just one passion? I'm really excited to talk about that. Um, One of the things I want to just say before I actually start getting into the content of today's episode, this isn't like, that sounded so serious, like I was just going to say something really formal, like, I'm deeply sorry to inform you, but no, I just got a new haircut and I was thinking back to when I made my episode, Doing What You Want, thinking about how we always ask our friends, you know, should I get this haircut? Should I cut my hair short? Well, I cut my hair short and I actually did it with no hesitation. I was like, yeah, I want my hair just a little below my shoulders and I had long hair. So I think I cut off, I honestly probably cut off like six inches of hair. And I feel so much better. Like, I just feel like I needed a change and short hair suits me so much better. So I'm really happy. But yeah, that was just a little update I wanted to give you guys. Something else that I feel like I should make a whole episode about this because this is a repeating problem. It's probably a problem for you. And that is the issue of consumerism, overconsumption, especially in America and buying things I don't need. And this can happen especially around the holidays when we're trying to make our wish list, we're buying things for other people, and we see something in the store, especially with Black Friday deals if you live in the U.S., and we just want to snatch it. We want to snatch it up because it just looks appealing because the way it's marketed, the way it's advertised, and immediately we want to buy it. And I feel like this is a problem I've been struggling with for a while is overconsumption, buying things when I already have things that work perfectly well, specifically referencing makeup and skincare products. I feel like this can happen a lot when you have like a half empty bottle of something and you're like, ooh, this is a new product that just came out. I really want to try it. And you buy it and you use it once and then now you have like two half empty products. So that's something I'm trying to work on and that's actually going to be one of my New Year's resolutions. I want to go a full month without buying anything new except for things that run out, like I need to restock it. So yeah, I want to go a whole month without doing that and I think it's going to be really hard for me because I tend to buy a lot of things 
And it's not that I'm not saving my money, but I could be saving more if I didn't have this problem of overconsumption. So I'm going to try doing that. I'm going to start that and it'll go until... I'm actually recording this episode on Friday, December 16th, I think it is. What day is it? It is Friday. Yeah, I'm not sure the exact day what it is. It's either the 15th or the 16th, but around January 15th or 16th and a month from now, I will let you guys know what happened and if I was able to last a month without buying new products. But let's get into the topic of today's episode. Why don't I have one passion? Recently, and this isn't just recently actually, this has happened multiple times over a long expanse of time and I just think it's a reoccurring theme in my life where I just don't have one passion and I feel almost guilty for it. I've repeatedly been asked, what do I want to be when I grow up? And I don't have a specific answer. Every time I don't have a specific answer, I honestly have just been going to, like my go-to answer is, oh, psychology. I want to do something with psychology because that's kind of a general answer. Yeah, it's one of my interests, but it's not one of my lifelong passions because I don't have that one lifelong passion. And it's kind of hard when people ask me, you know, what do you want to do when you grow up? Because it feels like it should be a simple one-worded question. It feels like I should know the answer to that question, but I never have a specific answer. This has happened so many times. My teacher, actually, my physics teacher actually asked me, you know, what do you want to major in? And I don't know. Like, I genuinely don't know. And for a long time, I've struggled with that because I feel like everyone around the age I am, which is late teenager, young adult, everyone seems to know what they're doing. Everyone's like, yeah, I want to go to these colleges. I want to have these majors, and I really love this career. This is the career I want to have. I've never had that. Actually, I have had that when I was younger, but I feel like when you're young, you're kind of naive, and you're not aware of all the possibilities that there are. You don't know all of the things that you could be, and so you have one interest, and you kind of stick with it, and it's like your special interest, your special passion But as you get older, you get exposed to different careers, different possibilities and opportunities, and then I feel like that answer becomes less concrete and you don't know exactly what you do want to do with your life. And I know that's such a big and kind of daunting question, what do I want to do with my life? And I've discussed that in previous episodes when I was talking about Dear Future Me because, again, this is just a reoccurring problem. But today, specifically, I just want to focus in, hone in on the question, why don't I have one passion? It feels like everyone does, so why don't I? Here is my take of this episode, and it's okay to disagree with me. It's okay if no one agrees with me, but I've been thinking about this. I have actually been contemplating this a lot recently, and I've come to this conclusion. I think it's impossible to have one passion. People can say they have one passion, but as human beings, we are so complex. We have so many different interests and things that make us happy, things we love to do, and these can be the most random things like styling your hair, or they can be 
more academic, scholarly related things like doing math. But we have so many interests. We can't limit ourselves to one passion. And that's why I think when people say, yeah, I have this one lifelong passion, I've always wanted to do this, and this is my one passion, I just don't think that's true. You may think that you have one passion, but as humans, that's just not realistic because we have so many hobbies, whether we realize it or not. Even if we think, oh, I don't have any hobbies, like I don't do anything in my free time. We have hobbies. Everyone has hobbies. You just may not realize what your hobbies are. We may not even have a passion. They may just be a collection of hobbies. And that's okay. I feel like it's been hard for me to understand that it's okay not to have one passion. And it's okay to just have things that you like to do in your free time. That's completely normal. And just being around people who seem to know exactly what they want to do with their life and they seem to have their life on track it can honestly throw you off a little bit. It's thrown me off. I was having a conversation with two of my closest friends and they both kind of know what they want to do when they go to college, what profession they want to have, what major they want to have. They both even know their dream colleges, okay? So that's kind of daunting because I don't have a dream college, which I think Again, not to like spiral off into a whole nother tangent, but I think that is kind of important not to have this one dream college because then if you're not accepted, you're not going to be crushed. I don't know. That's just my opinion on that topic. I could talk about colleges for a whole nother episode, but yeah, they both know what professions they want to have. They both center their extracurriculars and activities around that profession. They know what they want to major in. They have that dream college. And so I was talking with them. They're like, Mela, what do you want to be when you grow up? And they both have asked me this question multiple times. So, of course, I was like, oh, my God, I still do not have an answer. This is not good. And I was saying, you know, I honestly don't know. Because I was going to be honest with them. I wasn't going to lie. I wasn't going to... Just give them some general answer because they knew, they know me pretty well. They know that I don't actually have this one passion. So I was like, yeah, I don't really know. And there's just so many things I like to do, but I don't have that one career that I really want to be. And I was like, you guys seem to know. You guys have exactly what you want to be as your professions. How do you guys know? And then one of my friends said, you'll know when you know. It'll just come to you and you'll know, you'll know exactly what you want to be and it'll come to you. But I honestly disagree. I don't think I'll ever know because the activities that we enjoy doing are a spectrum. We don't just have one thing that we love and limiting to our, limiting ourselves to just that one topic can be dangerous because then we're limiting our potential. And I was thinking about that at the time during that conversation. I just agreed. Yeah, you'll know when you know. But I hate being told that, honestly, because if I knew, when will I know? Like, that's such an open-ended question. That's such an open-ended statement. When will I know? And what do you mean I'll know when I know? Like, 
will I be, will I see someone with that same profession and just instantly be like, yes, that's exactly what I want to do. I was just a little confused by that statement and I'm the type of person who likes very concrete answers. I like straightforward responses. I don't like things to be up in the air. I don't like the unknown. So that's why this episode has been particularly particularly interesting and something that I really wanted to make because I don't like not knowing what I want to do when I'm older. I don't like that. I want to have that path. I want to be like my friends and know exactly what my future holds for me. But we're just not built like that. Humans are not meant to have only one specific passion. And I strongly believe that. We have things that we like. We have things that we love. We have things that we're passionate about. But we don't have one passion. And I'm thinking of my friends who I was just saying for the past five minutes. Oh, they have one passion. They have one thing they want to do with their lives. But I know them and I know they have other hobbies. Maybe they have certain interests that are more interesting to them. Interests that are more interesting to them than their other hobbies, but I know they don't just have one thing that they love to do. They have a variety of different things, and both of them have changed their minds over time about potential careers. So it's just really interesting. I think that thinking of our activities that we enjoy as a spectrum rather than a straight line of hobbies and passions and that's it, black and white, but more gray in between, I feel like that's really important and a really important concept to grasp. I honestly have never, except like when I said before, except when I was younger, and when I say younger, I mean in elementary school, I've never known what I want to be when I grow up or what I want to major in in college. And that's really stressful because now that I'm a junior, I'm halfway through my junior year, I'm thinking about colleges and majors, and I don't know what major I want to be, that can be really stressful. I don't know where I even want to live. Like, I have so many different places that would seem ideal for my personality and just who I am, but I don't have that one place. And this could also tie back into my indecision, which is something I've struggled with, but I think it's just an overarching theme throughout humans' lives that we are not meant to have this one passion, and that's okay. I have to accept that I won't ever have one thing I'm passionate about, and I know that's a really bold statement to make because I'm so young and anything could happen in my future, but I truly believe just knowing myself as a person, I'm never going to have that one passion, but that doesn't have to be a bad thing. I feel like in society, we've kind of ingrained this into the minds of the younger generations that you need to have this idea of what you want to be and it has to have it has to be one passion and then you need to follow that path and stick with it you can't change your mind you can't back out you can't travel on multiple paths it's always that you know stereotypical one path you have the signs the wooden signs saying be a doctor be a writer and you go one way and you stick with that path but i just think that's super unrealistic and it's just not how 
we should function as humans. It doesn't work with who we are. I have so many things I love to do, but I just can't decide between them. And pressuring myself to make a decision, pressuring yourself to make a decision between things you love can be detrimental because then it leads you to neglect those hobbies and activities when you've decided this is the passion I'm going to have, I guess this is the career I'm going with, and those other hobbies that you love to do in your free time just end up being neglected. So I feel like accepting that we are a complex species and we have so many different things we love and saying that that's okay is really important and it's really it's a really important step that we need to take. For example, I love speaking German. I have mentioned this in past episodes, the importance of knowing another language or the importance of being bilingual, but I really like to speak German. One of my lifelong goals is to become fluent in German and I know that's a strong goal to have because German's obviously a difficult language, but for me, that's really important. And psychology, I love psychology, but that doesn't mean I have to have a career in it. Another thing which I will touch on later in this episode, physics and math. I recently discovered that I actually enjoy physics and I really enjoy math. And that's weird because I've always thought of myself as a history English person rather than a math science person. But even in that sense, isn't it interesting how we confine ourselves to those little categories? Like you're either a writing slash reading type of person or you're a math and numbers type of person. What if I'm all of those categories? What if I don't just fall into one of those specific categories? Because then again, just by doing things like that, we are limiting ourselves and limiting what careers, limiting what passions we can have. And that's really harmful. Other things I love, I love to write. That doesn't mean I have to be an author, but I do love writing. Something recently I've discovered this year, alongside with physics and math, I actually enjoy graphic design. I really think it's cool designing magazine covers, looking at the way corporations and businesses advertise products to the general public. I think that's really interesting and something that I could study further. Fashion. I had a phase where I wanted to go to the Fashion Institute of Technology. I don't anymore because that's just not the path for me. Not one of the paths for me. But I do love fashion. I do love looking at clothes, looking at clothing trends. I think it's really interesting and I love seeing people put themselves out there with their fashion choices and make new, I don't know what the word I want to say is, make new decisions, I guess, related to fashion. I think that's really interesting. Marketing kind of goes along with graphic design, but let's see, how many topics did I just list? And those aren't even all the things. I have hobbies, like playing piano, my podcast, kind of advice giving. I don't know what category having a podcast falls into that's related to society and culture, but this type of podcast, speaking aloud my ideas, public speaking, I am weirdly good at public speaking and saying things off the top of my mind, so that's definitely something I'm interested in, but, you know, overall, that was like, what, like, about 10 subjects I just listed, 
And there's no way I could have 10 careers, but could I have 10 passions? I feel like limiting ourselves to saying a passion is something that you want to go into for the rest of your life kind of shuts all of those things down because I don't know. I can't decide between them. That was kind of the whole point of that spiel I just went on there. I feel like as humans, we have this fear of not living up to our potential, of not finding that perfect job. There won't be a perfect job that encompasses all of your passions. And I feel like that's important to say. And that's something that's taken me a long time to realize. We all, we spend our lives waiting for the perfect thing, the perfect opportunity to come along, the perfect person, the perfect career that we can have, the perfect college, the perfect outfit that we can wear that day. There is no such thing as perfect when it comes to these aspects of our lives. And the longer we spend waiting for them, the more time we're wasting when we could be experimenting and actually finding what we love to do. And what we love to do is that spectrum of our passions. It's not just one thing. So this fear of not living up to your potential, it's very real. And this book, I've talked about it again in another podcast episode, The Midnight Library by Matt, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but it's Matt H-A-I-G. The Midnight Library has this general theme running through the book of not living up to your potential because the main character, she sees all the lives she could have lived where she could have been an Olympic swimmer. She could have been, it's been a while since I read the book. She could have been a bunch of other things, but she's quote unquote, just a piano teacher. Her words, not mine. But she can find her passions of being a swimmer. She can still swim. She can still do all those other things. She doesn't have to limit herself. And being a piano teacher, she doesn't have to confine herself to that, her career being her only part of her identity, that one passion being the only part of her identity. She can do so many other things. And I feel like that was one of the overarching themes throughout the book. And that's why I really recommend this book. It's amazing. It taught me so much about myself. It inspired me to reflect on my own life. And I actually got one of my friends to read that book too. Actually, one of the friends who was in that conversation about what we want to do when we're older. So that's exciting. I really recommend that book. But again, kind of what I'm trying to say here is seeing all the paths you can take when you're young, that can be kind of a privilege. And that can also lead to fear of not accomplishing all these things, of knowing that you have these strengths and not doing anything with it. That's terrifying. That's one of my biggest fears because I know that I have strengths. I know I'm intelligent. I know I can do something really great. But my biggest fear is just sitting back and nothing happening. And I don't think that fear will ever go away, but at least I'm addressing it and understanding that that doesn't have to be as big of a concern if I just accept that I have many passions and I can try to do all of them. I know that seems really daunting to think about, but it's just a really interesting thought. 
food for thought. Specifically, moving into the topic of careers. I feel like there's such a big, this is such a cliche, such a cliche, I don't know what the word for like, such a cliche type of question. Should you choose a job for love because you love it, for money, or because you're good at it? I have been struggling with this, again, because of my indecision, but also because, or my indecisiveness, but also because I don't have that one passion. I don't know what I should choose a job for because I like certain things, I love other things. What's my reason behind wanting to have a job related to those subjects? I feel like there's a lot of pressure now for young people to have a career in STEM, especially women. I won't even lie, I've been contemplating taking up a career in STEM because of physics and math. This year, I discovered, I've known that I was good at math, but I've never known I was good at physics. Let me tell you, so I'm taking AP Physics and... I was terrified to take that class because I didn't have faith in myself and this is a reoccurring issue where I don't have faith in myself or my abilities. I just don't have enough confidence in myself and my mind of what I can actually conquer when I put my mind to it. But I just thought it was going to be an absolute train wreck. I thought I was going to be terrible at physics. I thought it was going to be the hardest class ever. And don't get me wrong, physics is not easy. But For whatever reason, I kind of enjoy it. I'm not saying it's like a passion. I wouldn't go that far, but I do enjoy it. It's definitely an interest. I can't say a hobby because it's not like I'm going home and solving physics problems in my free time. I am going home and solving physics problems, but not because I want to. (laughs) But I'm actually really good at it. And I'm really good at math too. So those are kind of STEM related subjects. But that leads me to question, do I like the subjects? Do I like actually doing physics, actually doing math? Or do I like being good at it? Do I like the validation that comes from being good at it from having a good grade on a test or getting praise from a teacher or my friends? That's the question that I've been thinking about. So I feel like this pressure to choose a career in STEM sometimes Without even realizing it, we may want to have a career in STEM for money or we just may want to have a career in STEM because of validation from others because maybe you're good at math so you think a STEM career would suit you, you're good at science or you just want validation from your family members or from your friends saying, oh yeah, she's so smart, of course she's having a career in STEM. And this is something I'm struggling with right now is finding that reason for having an interest in a particular career. But you have to make sure when you're choosing these careers, especially if you're considering a STEM career, but for one of those reasons, you've got to make sure that you have an actual passion for it. I feel like it's really a slippery slope when you choose a career because you're good at it, but you don't actually like it. You have to make sure that what you spend your time doing, your precious time, is something that you're not going to regret looking back 40 years. You're not going to look back and say, why did I spend my time doing this career when I never enjoyed it, when I never really loved it? So it's really important to make sure you have that passion when 
deciding on one of the many careers you could end up having. We need a healthy mix of all three, of healthy mix of love and passion, a healthy mix of money, making sure you can actually earn a living off of that career, and making sure you're somewhat good at it. You don't have to be an expert at what what's a career. You don't have to be like the world-renowned expert at the violin to have a career in it, the world-renowned expert at being a dancer. But you should make sure you're slightly good at it. I mean, you don't want to choose a career where that's not one of your strengths. So I think that's also something interesting to think about. There is a model, which I feel like a lot of people have heard either in school or in the workplace. I forget exactly what it's called. It starts with an A, I think. And there's three circles and like, they're kind of three different Venn diagrams and the circles are overlapping one another. And in the middle, it's like your perfect career. And then, I don't know, it's like the three different things, what the world needs, what you're good at, what you can make a living off of. Those are the three categories or something. I forget. I honestly don't know what I'm saying, but you probably have heard of the model I'm talking about. Schools tend to show it a lot. I remember the first time I saw it was in like sixth grade, but that did lead me to think that you should have some of those um, characteristics when choosing a career. Just because we like doing something, like, I enjoy doing phys- Okay, I don't know if I would go that far to say I enjoy it, but it's something that I didn't hate as much as I thought I would. Physics and math, just because we like doing something or we're okay with doing something doesn't mean we want to have a career related to that subject. And I feel like that's one of the hardest things that, one of the hardest things for me to understand and realize over time, that just because I like to write doesn't mean I have to be an author. That can remain a hobby. Sometimes we choose careers that are related to things, those three characteristics, love, money, and because you're good at it. And it's not because it's just something we enjoy. We can, I like to play the piano, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be a world-renowned piano player. I can still continue to play the piano in my free time, but I'm never going to have that as my career. And I can say that for certain. But, oh, sorry you guys heard my cat meowing in the background. She just meowed really loud. Probably because she needs food, but I'll go feed her after I'm done recording. But... Yeah, what was I saying? Oh, just because we like something doesn't mean we have to have a career with that. And I mentioned this before, but again, we don't have to have a career. Actually, there will never be a career that has all of your passions. So sitting around and waiting for that perfect opportunity to have this career, it'll never come to you. And you're just going to waste your time that you could have been spending with things you love, doing things you love. If we limit ourselves by only exploring areas related to those hobbies, we'll never find all of the potential we could have had. If we only limit ourselves to one passion, my one passion in this example, let's say my one passion is public speaking. If we only limit ourselves to careers related to public speaking or leadership then we won't find all of the other careers we could have had. 
So honestly, in a way, I feel like just saying to yourself that you have one passion shuts off all of these different paths you could take, all of this potential that you have. I'm thinking about one of my family members who has a really interesting job. I've never heard of it before, but that's never a job. It's not a job I would have thought of. I would have thought of the stereotypical jobs like doctor, teacher, just general jobs that people in everyday society have. But there's so many other jobs that we don't even know about. And if we just shut ourselves off from them and saying that we only want jobs related to this area of interest, we will never discover them. And again, that's just really harmful. Another key theme that is definitely important to touch on, in my opinion, is your passions change with time. Your teenage self and what your teenage self wanted is not the same as your adult self, as your more matured self. Keeping the same career our whole lives can become boring. This is something I've learned through other people, other adults in my life, that having the same career, the same routine, it can become tedious and you never want your work to become tedious. So I feel like we should normalize having different careers, switching careers when you're older, switching careers when you're in your 40s. That is okay. It's okay to have our passions change with time. You don't have to convince yourself that you still love the same things you did when you were younger. Maybe teenage you really wanted to be, I don't know, what's a profession? Teenage you really wanted to work in business, but adult you really doesn't like that career anymore. Why are we still trying to convince ourselves that we're the same person? It's okay to accept that you've matured and you've changed and that, yeah, teenage me may have wanted this, but I'm a new person. I'm not a new person. I'm a changed or more developed person and my brain has developed and that same career that interested my teenage self doesn't interest my adult self now and that's completely okay keeping the same career forever i feel like can almost limit us in a sense and again limit that potential that we have to make our lives worth living it is okay to admit you don't have the same passion you did when you were younger i feel like my whole life I felt a little bit of guilt for not being the same person that I am in elementary school. And that sounds weird to think about now. Like, of course you're not the same person you are in elementary school. But think about this. Of course you're not the same person that you are now as you were in your 20s. That is okay to think about. And it's kind of the same type of situation. When I was younger, I really wanted to be an author. That was me confining myself to my one passion of writing and being an author. I still enjoy writing, but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to be an author. And that's definitely been hard for me to accept because, again, I felt this guilt, like I'm betraying my younger self in a sense by not wanting to still be an author. But now I've accepted that I'm probably not going to be an author writing is probably going to be a hobby or whatever profession I do have. Maybe I will write a book, but writing won't be my main profession. Again, it's that whole idea of pursuing different passions. We don't just have one passion. 
And I feel like now I've accepted that and I'm okay with that. And it's a really big step to accept your different selves are not the same person because we do change with time. Overall, my kind of conclusions, takeaways from this reflection, and I do think this episode is probably one of my favorite episodes I've done in a while. I feel like the message is really impactful and it's really helpful because we don't often have someone telling us this, someone telling us it's okay to not know. It's okay to have so many things you love. It's okay to be different from other people your age who may think they know exactly what they want to do. It's perfectly okay. So if you needed that person or that mindset to tell you that, it is okay. I've come to accept that. I will figure things out and I don't ever just have to limit myself to having one passion. Don't limit yourself to one path. Take those multiple paths. Do all the things you love. They don't have to fit the theme of your career. These hobbies don't have to fit your intended college major. If you want to major in astronomy in college, you don't have to only do hobbies that relate to that. Don't limit yourself. Do whatever makes you happy and spend your time doing hobbies that are worthwhile to you, that will give you the greatest satisfaction of how you spend that time. And perhaps the greatest takeaway that you can get from this episode, the greatest takeaway that I can get from making this episode is it's okay to not know. Humans have a fear of the unknown, but you will figure it out. Everything works out with time. And I know, again, that's such a cliche. What is it with me and the cliches today? But it honestly is true. I think that people spend so much time obsessing over what exactly they want to do instead of just living their lives and accepting that things will work out and you will have those passions in your everyday lives. And letting yourself be okay with not having one passion is really important. In my social studies class, the last thing, last thing I want to say. In my social studies class, this girl asked me, she was like, do you want to be a doctor? And I was thinking about that because, again, I was thinking about skills that doctors need and, you know, medical school kind of topics that are covered in medical school and in a science major. And I knew that I could do it, but it wasn't something I was actually interested in. So even though it could make me money, even though I would be good at it, I wasn't really passionate about it. It wasn't one of my many passions. So that was really interesting for me to be able to say, no, no, I don't want to. Because I've accepted that I want to have whatever career or careers I do pursue, I want them to be related to my passions. And I feel like you should want that as well. This was kind of a deep episode, but I really enjoyed it and I really enjoyed making this episode and I hope that you were able to learn something from this. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll see you next time.